Welcome back to the Not Indicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And I tell you what's going on in the electric vehicle front and the, the speed and pace in which our country is moving is really breakneck. And I'm a not a lot of consequential thinking going into that process. And I think our story today is going to be uh, really kind of hits home on that. Uh, consequentially wise, there's some things happening that we should be concerned about. There's joint Ford-China electric vehicle pro- uh, project that uh, plant that uh, Diana Furcott-Froth, uh, who's uh, often here on the program, we have her on every month, recently wrote about, and uh, she is uh, a former senior administration official uh, of Reagan administration has worked in public policy for years. She is a fellow at uh, the Heritage Foundation and uh, oversees a project there, particularly in the energy space. And always love having Diana on the show. And by the way, at priceofbusiness.com, we'll of course have a, uh, a link to this conversation uh, we're going to have today. But from there, there'll be a link to this really important article. And Diana, welcome to the program. It's great to be with you, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, that is, you know, my my opening, uh, I think pretty much summarizes one of the big issues. First of all, Americans in general are distra- distracted. Uh, they're not spending a huge amount of time going into depth on the major public policy issues that are out there. Um, and there's a huge body of uh, people that are in the space who are just moving rapidly at uh, uh, pursuing policies in the particularly in the environmental front that aren't they're not really thinking what the including like who who we are partnering with, which is the case and I think the gist of your article. Uh exactly. No, that uh that's exactly right. And people are really not thinking these things through. But one person who is is Governor Glenn Youngkin of Virginia, who decided he was going to remove his state from competing with Michigan for an electric vehicle battery plant. So you might think, what's wrong with having an electric battery plant in Virginia? Well, the problem is that this electric battery plant was going to be ostensibly owned by Ford, but operated by a huge Chinese industrial giant. And he did not want to have that industrial giant in his state uh, controlled by Beijing. The company was called the Contemporary Amperax Technology Company Limited, or Cattle. It's a major Chinese battery company controlled by Beijing. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about... um you know, what, what he identified as, and by the way, you know, there's, there's different kinds of Republicans. I'm worried about uh, a xenophobic wing of the GOP, uh, a wing that really created uh, an America that led to World War II, a uh, wing that, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> ends up being apologists for the, for the bad guys often. And I would never put Yunkin in that camp. Yunkin is one of the most reasonable, logical uh, people out there talking about public policy today. And and so when I saw him do that, it, it sure made me want to learn more. I was already familiar with the story before we had you on today. Um, and uh, he's a reasonable kind of guy. He wouldn't, he wouldn't take away an opportunity for Virginians to uh, make more money, to have more jobs, unless it made more sense. 
about specifically his concerns. Uh, right. Well, he, well, his concerns are that uh, the Chinese battery company called Cattle uh, will will be operating this factory and will be getting the tax credits that were aimed at Americans and why American tax credits should help cattle grow uh, is really puzzling. These were supposed to be aimed at American companies, these tax credits in the Inflation Reduction Act. And they shouldn't go to a Chinese company that is supported by Beijing. So in a way, Ford is almost a shell in order to make this happen for China. Well, exactly. And although Cattle hasn't announced how dependent the plant would be on Chinese workers, it can import workers for operational roles in the plant the way it does with its Belt and Road Initiative yeah. in Africa. That reduces jobs for Americans. It, China is anti-labor and it uses uh, child labor to get the lithium and the cobalt for the batteries uh, that it needs. So here, batteries in Virginia would be made with potentially child and slave labor. Yeah, maybe not in the United States, but certainly part of their supply chain process. Well, exactly. I mean, the minerals, I can assure you, the lithium and the cobalt are not going to be made in Virginia. They're going to be imported from China and from Africa, made with child and slave labor. Yeah, it's very similar. Uh, You know, and there's portions of the Smoot-Hawley Tariff Act that are no longer in application. But the ones about about slave labor, that still exists. And to me, you know, to me it's like doing business with a a blood diamond company that we hear about all the time. Right. Right, exactly. Yes, yes. Well, Governor Youngkin is attracting other businesses and the unemployment rate in Virginia was 2.8% the end of last year, making it in the top 12 states for low unemployment. And mm-hmm. Amazon Web yeah. Service is coming, Boeing is coming, Rayson, Thermo Fisher Scientific is coming, and it's absolutely correct for Governor Yunkin to say, no, uh, we will not give... Virginia tax subsidies, because these are also tax incentives from the state of Virginia, we will not give tax subsidies to a Chinese battery plant. So Governor, yeah. Governor Whitmer of Michigan uh, is apparently welcoming this plant with open up. Yes. Is there any other states in consideration, or was it down to Michigan and Virginia? It was down to those two states, Michigan and Virginia. Yeah. Now, there are friendly companies. Yeah, there are friendly companies such as the South Korean company LG, uh, which wants also to make batteries in the United States. And Governor Yunkin uh, and Ford uh, could partner with uh, LG, the South Korean company. We don't have to be dependent on unfriendly countries. And China has announced it's mm-hmm. unfriendly to us. There are friendly countries that make batteries also. And I am not against globalization. Yes. 
I just think we should choose our partners. And we have seen from yeah, what's happened in, uh, yeah, yeah, we've seen what's happened in Europe with uh, the shutoff of natural yeah. gas by Russia, that we don't want to be dependent on countries that are unfriendly to us. There are plenty of countries that want to trade with us that support our vision, that support America's vision of freedom and entrepreneurship and growth in the world economy, and we can partner with those. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when people use this word globalization, they, they make it sound like a, a terrible uh, thing. It's almost like a four-letter word. But, uh, you know, as a free market person, I think of the law of comparative advantage, uh, which is uh, the simple, you know, David Ricardo, the, the great free market economist, David Ricardo, the law of comparative advantage. And so we should exploit the advantages that certain places have in, in terms of making products that benefits consumers. It's a great idea. Uh, but I, I think you're, you're right. It should be done with uh, reality, with a reality and a certain degree of sobriety uh, to make sure we're not doing harm in that process. And so that makes sense. And you mentioned uh, Virginia being one of the top low unemployment uh, states. And I'm afraid Michigan, I'm sure, is still among the top high, high unemployment states, which uh, could, could distort their values as a result. Yes, right. Uh, right, exactly, yes, yes. And uh, we need to also be rethinking the entire idea of having the electric vehicle fleet, uh, having a completely electric vehicle fleet, because it would require more mining uh, for the ingredients for the batteries. And we have so much oil right now in the United States. New Mexico right now is producing more oil than Mexico. Can you believe that, Kevin? We are That's energy not, independent. Difficult to believe. Yeah, we are, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are energy independent with our oil and natural gas, and we do not want to be dependent on China for batteries to run our vehicles or on the electric charging stations. And I think that Governor yeah. Yunkin also believes this. I mean, the biggest selling car in the United States is the Ford F-150 pickup and the lightning, yeah. the electric equivalent is much more expensive and you have to stop every 150 or 200 miles to recharge and that takes half an hour or 45 minutes if you are the first one in line. So I think that these battery yes. plants, Kevin, are going to come to a bad end. I cannot believe that in 2035, the only new vehicle sales are going to be electric vehicles the way California and President Biden wants. Americans are too sensible for that. Yeah, I think that is unrealistic. I really, I think there's uh, truth to that. Um, final thoughts as we wrap it up, Diana. Uh, just that I think that Governor Yankin should be praised for his wise strategic decision instead of being attacked. And it's people like you, Kevin, that enable uh, this uh, praise to happen. Uh, and we need to make sure that people understand that having a Chinese-operated battery plan in your state, getting tax credits from Virginia, tax credits from the federal government, is not the way to go. Yeah, and I think it, it really is a cause, the, a really a burden on governors to really evaluate, is this in your, in your state's best interest? Just, you know, a recent just from the tax aspects. Why do we want to subsidize 
countries that are hostile to us. I think that, you know, to me, it should be a part of the uh, conversation. And, again, the uh, progressives have this, you know, I, I mean, you know, they have this real single focus that I think is rather myopic with blinders on that, uh, you know, that electric is good, period, regardless of how it's acquired, regardless of uh, labor uh, policies involved, regardless of anything. It's so good, we, we just throw everything else to the side. And I, I think that uh, is going to be proven to be disastrous. Exactly. It's not the way to go. You know, here at Heritage, we are pro-choice. We are pro-choice of gas stove or electric stove, pro-choice of internal combustion engine or electric vehicle. For some reason, the other side, although they might be pro-choice on some matters, they are not pro-choice in what people, uh, what gadgets people use, what cars they drive, uh, what ranges they buy for their kitchen. And we should just uh, let Americans choose for themselves what they prefer. Fergus Roth, always love having you on the program. Thanks so much. The article uh, that I'm referring to is at WashingtonExaminer.com. We'll have a link to it over at uh, the article we'll have for Diana with this interview at PriceOfBusiness.com. She is with Heritage.org, an organization I worked with many years ago, and uh, you're definitely going to want to find out more about them at Heritage.org. Thanks as always. Love having you on. Great to be with you. Thanks so much, Kevin. I am Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more.